Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Continental it's time to get AFL Trade Radio with Stephen Silvani, AFL Trade Radio's local expert. Become a local expert, get leads, run your business, and improve your cash flow from one app. It's always a feature of the late trade when Stephen Silvani gets philosophical, as we uh, just heard. It's AFL Trade Radio's local expert. Become a local expert, get leads, run your business. Improve your cash flow from one app. Today's philosophical, Stephen Silvani. And Nobes, as always, jump in whenever it is you, uh, you see fit. The number one pick, 2001, Fremantle and Hawthorne Exchange. Luke Hodge became the number one pick. Trent Crowe went to the Dockers, was to then go back to Hawthorne after that. But let's talk about the number one pick. Uh, I think every year it's discussed in some form. And the question is asked of whoever holds the number one pick, what would it take for us to get involved in a conversation about it? North Melbourne, for the second consecutive year, SOS has number one in this year's upcoming national draft. They obviously chose to, to keep it last year, used it on Jason Horn Francis. What will, in your eyes, be potentially at play right now when it comes to the North Melbourne number one pick going into this year's draft? I, I, I think if you've got the number one pick, you're looking for two early first-round picks. Now, whether that's in this year's draft or... One in this year's draft, one in next year. And How early? Oh, look, definitely you, you, one of them needs to be probably in that top five, top six, and 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 then the next one's still in the top ten. Um, but that's where you've got to be careful because whoever you're trading with, that if you've gone for a future pick, you want to make sure that it's relatively a certainty that it's going to be in that top ten, that it doesn't sort of float out to 16, 17. So, and that more or less tells you that, There'd be probably something else involved in in, in all of it, but um, I'd be interesting to talk today because I mean we generally when I was at Carlton we had our we had the number one pick several times and there was a year that we were certainly considering um, um, you know trading that first pick. But Do you recall we, which year that was? Yeah, that was a Walsh year. When we obviously rated Walsh year, but we knew that was that, the famous draft. That that yeah. that might be judged. In history, as yeah. as the greatest, two thousand and four, two thousand and one, yeah. maybe, but yeah. th- that one would be in the conversation. Yeah, so, so we knew, you know, we wanted two picks inside six, five, six. Yeah. Um, and so, if we could get two in there, we were we were um, really going to consider doing that. Did trade. you engage uh, meaningfully at all at, at that period? Oh no, we we had conversations, and um, but. Um, there was a reluctancy from clubs, you know, and, and one of the clubs at the time, I think it was Gold Coast, had a couple of picks in there. I think they ended up getting Rankin, Lukosius and um, Ben King. They got the, yeah, that was that, the Kings draft as well. Yeah. So yeah. you yeah. see the quality of players, yes. you know, there. And Max King was in that draft and Rosie was in that draft. So there was plenty, you mm. knew the depth was yeah. in that draft. So if you could trade, 
you know, one pick for a couple of picks, knowing that you were right in that slot yep. of, of quality players, you'd certainly look at it. You obviously had a say in keeping the number one pick last year from, mm. a, from a North perspective. And, yep. and in previous existences of yourself yep. at football clubs, um, have you ever gone close to exchanging a, a number one pick, either one you've got or wanted? Um, no, n- never had the option that we had last year with being involved in number one pick, but always willing to split. I've always been an advocate for the split. I think that the picks are a bit overvalued, to be honest, at times. Um, North pick this year, I would absolutely split it, 100%. And the reason being... 100%. The, you're not going to get the best kid in the country. You the, be, the best get, kid in the country is Will Ashcroft. Ashcroft. Yep. So you're not getting number so, one. So, so you actually you weigh that actually, into So yeah. the way I look at it, you've yeah. got pick two. Okay. So split pick two and take as many picks as you can. North don't have a second round. This year, that look if they get Griffin Logan, they traded that second. out with the Callum Coleman Jones. That's right. Yep. So therefore, you've got a bit of dearth in there in regards to picks going forward that they need to stock up. So I would grab that pick and try and split it as many ways as I can to get as much talent yep. coming through. That that would be that's my thought process. But yeah, I'm always an advocate for rolling and getting something. Extra. So, so Dave, last year with Horn Francis, who yep. obviously went number one pick. So take take the player out of it, just the pick. Yeah. Did you have it on the table to say, well, let's see what value there is for that particular pick? We were we were interested in what people had to say, yeah. I'm yep. not sure that we were 100% saying it's available, but, mm. you know, Crows were certainly yep. keen on yeah. putting something together. Richmond sort of threw something at us in regards to yep. um, CJ. So, I mean, it probably just didn't feel like it got enough value for us at that point yep. in time. Well, so we were the same in the Walsh year. Like, yep. we, we love Walsh you know? yep. So... Um, but it was just more to see what else was out there yes. because you just never know what yeah. someone might have thrown a, a, a third, another might have been three first round picks in there, and you go, mm. well, we've got to do this deal, yeah. you know. Yeah. But it was just more to know, you know, what what value does it hold, and can we do something? You've mm. got to look at all the options yeah. and then come back and go, what makes sense? Mm. Yeah, and it's easy for me to sit here and say, yeah, I hundred percent would do it. The yeah. other thing is that, but North had the first pick last year as well. So therefore, if you get a third pick and then you get a future pick five or you get pick 10 and pick three. So in the last two years, you have pick one, pick three, pick 10. Mm. It's actually pretty good going. Yeah, spread it out too. Yeah. So just on the, the the points that are now allotted to each draft pick, and, and Sos, you know this space better than, than anyone I know. So number one pick is is worth 3,000 points. Yep. Um, to just do some really quick maths, if you just to use it on, on a points comparison um, – Pick uh, let's go let's go with pick say seven is worth sixteen hundred and forty four and and pick eight is worth fifteen hundred and fifty one so again let's just talk in broad brush numbers that's about the that, that that's just slightly more than the equivalent of of a first round pick picks uh, if you were to package up pick seven and eight that that that's that's actually worth more points than the number one pick you wouldn't do it for that though would you I wouldn't have thought you, no, wouldn't, you wouldn't give no. up pick one I mean, to I, get pick seven well, and eight I. I I don't get I don't get carried away with the points. That, that that's other people no, do. Yeah, they they do, but that's that can be used as a negotiating tool and all sorts of things. Really, I you, you've got to look at that drafting that, question. What talent pool is yep. there? Because it it can fall away or it can be it can be mm. quite deep. So it's about knowing. Okay, this is where this is our 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 main area or where where, where the, the the high talented pool starts and finish. And then it can drop away. So if it fits within that range, yep. um, you know, because history will tell you that there's been plenty of kids taken 
that, that have been down. taken further down that end up being the stars of the competition. Yeah. You know? So it's just about knowing where the talent is and, and how deep it goes. There's such a mindset, I think, in AFL too, of the person or the people in control of the picks – um, almost reluctant to take the risk because of the judgment that comes with it instantly, which is yeah. I've never got my head around. I know we we rate um, drafts and rate trade periods don't we, on the run, but you yeah. can, you can't do it for five years on the track, really. But but you're forever going to be beholden to the outcome of both the giving up the pick and the players that are part of the exchange. And this the way we work in this game. I, I don't think we move on enough like they do in the states. They just either get it right or get it wrong. But either way, they move on. We we revisit, don't we? Yeah. We, we we assess it at the time. We critique at the time. We we judge at the time, and then we do forever more. Different methodology in the states. They come out of college. They're a bit more mature. Mm. There's probably less risk. They're coming out of high school almost here, uh, <clears throat> and it's unusual for the mm. the states picks to have. Um, college, um, high school picks. Yeah, well, they're, they, they're men, aren't they? Yeah, and so yeah. what they do is they order up the role or the position that they feel is their first priority, and then they order their players within that role. So if they're after a running back, they don't care whether the first running back is picked value, um, as in talent wise, is the hundredth player. If he's the best player in that role, and they need, need to fit yeah. that, they'll take him. But that's yeah. their philosophy. That's and their yeah. philosophy. But, but but they'll also trade out, Correct. knowing that. You know what? We can get this kid back here. Yeah. So yeah. we know that you know that the, the, the first six, seven teams might want a quarterback and a yeah. wide receiver, but we want the we want the running back. Knowing well, we can trade out, and we might have a pick at pick two. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna trade yeah. out. Whereas the mentality, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's more in, in AFL. Take the best player you can at that point. I think it's shifted. Do now, you? Yeah, now that I think the first five, six, ten picks are pretty well take the best talent. You take it to that point. And now that we've got trading, live trading on the night for draft, it is for me, there's still a now capacity for you to actually draft for needs as well. So if you feel like there's someone there, um, and Sauce was probably in that role a bit longer than I was, if there's someone there at pick 15 and you think you might be able to get him at 20 and you can roll out of that and get another pick going forward into the future, you take that risk. I, th- I think um, just over my experience in that, you probably tend to do that with some later picks. Yeah. Like your first pick, you probably go, you know, let's just pick the best player. But as as the night goes on, you, you may group yep. you know, certain players. Um, but just, just in regards to the picks, uh, it's really interesting because, you know, a lot can be determined on where where your list is at and yeah. where your club's at. And Correct. How much pressure they're under. Okay, this has been one off year. We can do a bit with that pick. Maybe we can split that pick, get two first rounders and all that type of stuff. So there's a lot that goes in it, you know. So, um, but yeah, as we said, I, I think there's a possibility that that first round um, or that p- first pick could be traded this year. All right, if you were the person in charge at North, and I don't know who is it in charge in the North recruiting at the moment, Sauce, but if you were... What would you do? Would you would you do it? Would you split it with with the information I've got on the actual draft at the moment and and, and the talent pool at the top end? And I'm not completely across it. So. And factoring in what Dave just said and, about yeah. obviously uh, Will Ashcroft yeah. already being out of reach. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be I'd be certainly looking at trying to get best value for that pick. For that pick, yeah. All right, um, just another historical part of this conversation. We referenced the 2001 Hawthorne um, Fremantle exchange with which. Obviously unearthed and, and unlocked Luke Hodge for Hawthorne via Trent Crowe being transacted. Also 1992, West Coast, uh, Scott Waters and Begovic to Sydney for pick one, which uh, was ultimately uh, Banfield. Drew Banfield was the uh, result out of that transaction. 
That was, as always, Philosophical with Stephen Silvani, AFL Trade Radio's local expert. Become a local expert, get leads, run your business, improve your cash flow from one app. Let's get your take on uh, what David Noble and Stephen Silvani just spoke about there, the possibility of splitting the the picks and whatever else it is you want to talk about today. It's been a very busy time for us on the late trade. There is so much going on, mostly at the Essendon Football Club, but also with Collingwood retaining officially Jordan Dugowie. Whatever you want to talk about, one 23 We'll take your calls. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Next.